Good morning, Edward Koppel. It's happy Tuesday. Good Tuesday to you, Annie F. Downs. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny to me, but here right. we are on t- Tuesday is such a non-day. It's really only this show to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, our friend Emily P. Freeman always calls it Simply Tuesday. She has a whole book. Like, it's just Simply Tuesday. There's, It's just a Tuesday. This is what we've got. It's Tuesday. It's mm-hmm. not Monday. We had a good weekend. How was yeah. your weekend? Um, It was quiet. Oh. We had Friday off of work, which was nice. And I read books and saw some friends and played outside. And uh, yeah, it was great. It was it was beautiful weather here, which I was really good for my soul. And I sat on my porch a lot. It was great. How was y'all's? Annie, I like your weekend. What are you reading? Anything worth noting? Um, I'm reading a book for a book club, and it's called Oh, I can't remember what it's called. And and then I'm reading <laughs> Charles can... Martin's um, n- new novel that comes out in June. He has one called The Waterkeeper, and this is the second one called The Letter Keeper. Oh, I'm not exactly sure that's right, but um, The Waterkeeper is for sure right. It is so good. Oh, my gosh, it's so good. So I love I love that the first book, you couldn't remember the name of it. Like, I've had books that have profoundly affected me, and I'm like, it's by a... Uh... Gosh, I forget her name. I mm-hmm. The title of it. And you're like, well, I guess that just doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can show it to you. Yeah. I, yes. And I didn't pick this book club. And it's not, uh, I didn't pick, I, I did pick to be in this book club. I did not pick to um, <laughs> this book for the book club. And it's not yeah. a topic that I would have picked. And so it hasn't stuck out to me as a as a title, like, because I didn't have anything to do with the the beginning of it. Does that make sense? No, it totally does. Yes, it totally does. Sometimes books are just good to read and Mm -hmm. they mean more to other people than us, but it's... Yeah, and I'm glad to read it. Yes, that's exactly right. That's what... That is actually what I love about a book club is it makes me read books I wouldn't have picked myself and I almost always really am grateful. I would like to be in a book club someday. Okay, that sounds like a great thing for your next city, Washington, (laughs) D.C., as you announced on our last episode. (laughs) I like that you called it an announcement. It made it feel so special. Wow, it really was. But I would like to be in a book club. It feels like just the accountability of we're going to get together at this time and read. I would, it helps me read a little bit more. It would be nice. Yeah. Um, You asked what we did this weekend. We had good family. There's a lot of Gator sports. Let's just call it college sports so we don't have to get into that fight. There's a lot of good college sports happening. And we went and saw our favorite, which is uh, Gymnastics. Oh, I thought your favorite was gymnastics. Like gymnastics, but there is nothing. For our family, there is nothing like watching volleyball. I mean, Really? They are magical. They're so hardcore. So hardcore. And such fierce competitors and just physically they're doing things that if I did it once, it's yeah. full surgery all over again. We're doing we're restarting the clock. Yeah. Cause it, it I'm, I'm assuming you're watching women's Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, yes. women's volleyball and yeah. holy smokes. Yeah. They are talented. It uh, is. It, do you yeah. know I used to coach volleyball? Do you know this part of my history? Nope. <laughs> yeah, I never played a day in my life until the day before our our summer camp. With I coached at a high school. I love it. Me and the he- I did JV. The head coach was my best friend, my best teaching friend. She was the PE teacher. Yes. And so she was like, "Do you want to coach with me next year?" And I was like, "Yeah, that sounds fun." I, I sure as shooting do. <laughs> and Let's I do loved it. I loved it uh, so much. It was so intense. My girls were good. The the both the JV and the varsity were good, but my JV girls were good. And I learned. I mean, literally the day before camp. I watched YouTube videos and practiced in the gym by myself. 
Yeah, that is pretty amazing. <laughs> I <laughs> and love then we that. had a winning season. Thank you very much. They were so good. Yes. But I love watching volleyball. I, I mean, I just, it's so, it. even though it takes some time to get to 21 points, it actually goes pretty fast. Oh, boy. But, man, when you get when you start getting into 15, I remember when you, when you get to 15 is when you got to either side. It's when you've got to, like, buckle down and get focused. Right. It's so much momentum. Uh-huh. It uh-huh. Just, it's like watching, it's like basketball momentum. It just, you can just feel, holy smokes, a team is running away with it. Man, sports momentum is <sighs> one of the more fascinating things to me. Oh, yes, right. And when you get caught in it, you're in it with you're both witnessing it and feeling and you've it. caused it <laughs> and you're screaming along. Yes. You're there. And the, yes. yeah, oh, it's the best. It is the worst feeling in the world. I mean, I can't. It's only happened twice. Just kidding. I was about to say, I can't count how many times it's happened with the Georgia Bulldogs that you're sitting in the stadium and you're like, oh, no, we lost momentum. Uh. Oh, I can feel it. I, I don't know just, how we get it back, but I can I feel it. <laughs> yes, it just felt it. How many games did y'all – who did they play for starters? Was it a tournament or was no. it just one other school? Well, they played University of Kentucky, and um, hats off to University of Kentucky. Oh, Heck, that means Heck, that y'all destroyed them. No, 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 no. They they three sets and destroyed us this game oh. we went to. It was a good back and forth. They did a tournament. They did a couple of – and I forget what – Florida won once, I think – Kentucky won the first one. Yeah. Uh, we were there for one game, and uh, Kentucky is real good. And yeah. talk about momentum. They're on the sidelines dancing, doing just square oh, just dances. just going nuts, yeah. Not even, I mean, they're so, they were so zeroed out, completely comfortable. Yes. Not even. And Eddie, then they would just, I'm telling you, that's what I used to, I used to coach about that as much as anything. Is like, oh, yeah. hey, we are never going to, we're not going to portray being nervous on the sides. We're not, we're always, I mean, I remember, <laughs> this is one of my strongest memories. And these girls are, you know, at the time I'm only 23 and these girls playing are 14, 15, right? Yeah. And, and one of my girls is, her name is Beth, could be playing so well, but the girl across from her is not as good as Beth. And, and I remember yelling, stop playing down to her, make her play up to you. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I kept saying, Beth, you can do this. Make her play your level. Don't play her level. Make her play. Well, I mean, that girl's mom is sitting there, right? And that girl's right. coach yeah. is sitting there. Yeah. And afterwards, when we do the high fives, that girl slapped my hand so hard that I was like, oh, she's mad that we beat them because I told my girl to, yeah. I mean, oh, we, it oh, was oh. always, it was always what happens on the side plays into who wins that game. Well, first of all, Beth, great job. She was be, very good. Y- you be fierce. That was amazing. Um, and yeah, that girl hit your hand. That yeah, she hit my hand so hard, Eddie. I don't know. It is so funny we're talking about this today because I thought about this for an actual hour on Sunday. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I don't know why. Just something got my, I think because I was uh, talking a lot about Vanderbilt baseball this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking college sports. So I was thinking, and I was like, man, that girl slapped my hand so hard that time. <laughs> well, and it's just magical. Sports is in the air, isn't it? And that uh, there's a lot of hand slapping going on. What are your thoughts about uh, the Olympics? Boy, I, I mean, I, I hope they happen. I really oh, yeah. would I like mean, to see They say they're it. happening, and they yeah. say they're happening with no foreign uh, people in the stands. Well, I mean, I go back and forth, right? Because ultimately, I want it to be a safe environment. And so I would not sacrifice even the spectating of the Olympics for the safety of the people involved. And it is a pretty unique spectator situation. Uh huh. But at the same time, it's a real home court advantage to not oh, have. Oh, gosh. 
did I not mean, have anybody from the other countries cheering. And com- at, congrats, yeah. Japan. You get to have every ticket to every <laughs> free event. Like, Japan already <laughs> is very good. It's not like this right. is like, this don't, is going to. Don't, don't, don't talk bad about a country. Someone listens from there. No, no, they are amazing. I'm saying that plus a home court advantage yes. is not. It's fascinating. It's not going to be great for the rest of the countries, but I don't know. I mean, it's either that or cancel it. I, right, I'd rather, and I'd not, rather have it. I need to know what the what the Koffeltz girls, when they think about the Olympics, what's it going to be like? Are they going to watch everything, or do they watch some of it? Do y'all have like a dinner to celebrate the opening ceremonies? How hard do y'all go? Hard. I so, feel like I knew that. <laughs> it's, it's also real different because... I mean, they were last time we did it. Were what was the last Olympics? Winter? Uh, five. Oh yeah, winter of eighteen, right? Would that so, be right? Yeah. So there's that. What three years ago? Yep. So we've got a six and five year old at that point. So oh, babies, right? So for real babies. So, yeah. uh, so what we will do is definitely food from the host country for dinner. Oh wow! Okay. For like a, a pre-party, there's okay. going to be a party. There's going to be flags. Then we're going to hang up our U.S. flag and our Ethiopian flag okay. on either side of the TV. So whenever we're watching the games, we've got both of our countries' flags up and waving. Great. Okay. And then Bree and I will watch every televised, well, <gasps> within reason, every televised Truly. second. Like, we won't get into like you know sometimes they do like MSNBC four. In the middle of yeah, the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nonstop wall to wall, but we will watch a majority of everything for two weeks. By the <sighs> by, the time the closing games happen, we usually or the closing ceremonies, we're like, we can't watch any more TV. Like I, I even this has been too. This we've been watching TV for two straight. My weeks. My mind is blown. Yeah. I cannot believe y'all watch that much. You just let why? I just think it is the first of all sports rules. Sports Second rules, all, right? It's just so fun. Second of all. The stories, we both love the stories. This is this, both meaning you and I and everybody who watches sports. Every single one of these athletes has been working and they were working in a Home Depot and mm. this is their one shot and they've been doing this, like the stories behind the Olympics and then there's just national pride and the excitement of seeing sports you'd never see. I can't remember the last, I haven't watched any of these sports yeah. in four years. It's yeah. so fun. So just level on level on level. And it's just me. I, I Nothing better than the Olympics. What about you? Do you watch it? Yeah, I, I'm i probably a middle of the road. This won't surprise anyone, but yeah. you, this won't surprise you. I love the opening ceremonies and I love the first four days. And mm-hmm. then I'm kind of good, you know, <laughs> unless mm-hmm. the U.S. is doing something big and bold and I want to watch that or if it is, um, you know, swimming is always interesting, diving. I mean, it is. I will have it on in the background while if I'm, like, cleaning my house, you know? Yes. But we're not going to – like, when the World Cup is on or when the Euro Cup, which is another soccer tournament, is on, I will have one window of my computer open watching all those games. I don't I miss, I miss. don't miss one of those games. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel that way about the Olympics. Yeah, I could see that. I, the I could totally see that. The thing I like about the Olympics too is that it changes every couple of days. So yeah, it's not like that's you're right. Watch, so you like get really into the arc of track and field, and then done. it's done. Yeah, no more no more track and field. Now <laughs> and we're they've into all the flown thing. home. They've all flown home. <laughs> fully home. All completely done. Yeah, I always think that's really interesting. That like you know we've like given our hearts and souls to the gymnastics, <laughs> and they finish, right. and they're watching at home just like us. By the time swimming starts. 
It's you're like, mi- wait, what? It's mind boggling. <laughs> yeah, I always forget which one it is. I think it's track and field that goes to the second half. Uh, I feel like that might be right, but you're gonna definitely know better than me. I don't remember, but but I just I know that there are certain sports. You're like, oh, that's why they're never in the opening right. ceremony because they've been home. There's no need for them to be. That's right, and that's that, the difference. But, yeah, and all and and even you know um, college base college baseball World Series, the road yeah. to the World Series is my other very favorite thing to watch, whether Vandy's in it or not. Though mm-hmm. I much more enjoy it when Vanderbilt's in it. Um, I, I just love watching everyone's going to be there until they lose. Yes. And so it's an easier peel off of like, well, of course that team went home and of course that team went home. They lost. Whereas like, you're like, Oh, all the gymnasts are gone. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Got it. I see. They all are literally, they're all there. Yeah. Yeah. So very thrilling, very exciting. I so, can't wait. A summer of sports. until And I, hopefully we'll get <sighs> concerts back pretty soon, too, in some form or fashion. Oh, yeah. but, um, and some I of them are. The I mean, I know there's a lot of people already leaving town going on tours, which is awesome. But yeah, it'll be so fun when there's so many things to go to. <laughs> Hey, friends, just interrupting the show to tell you about ritual. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies. Y'all know Eddie and I feel strong about that. And we, mm-hmm. and especially when it comes to what we take every day, Ritual has clean, vegan-friendly multivitamins, and they're formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. It's not going to have sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers, or artificial colorants, but the taste is so good. And there's yeah. a delayed-release capsule designed to make taking your vitamins really easy. I always take mine first thing in the morning before I eat breakfast or anything, and they do not hurt my stomach. And that little minty tab in there mm-hmm. makes the experience so much better. I've been taking mine for like a year. I really love Ritual. Oh, int- I love them too. Interesting. I'm a midday vitamin person. It's like I've a lunch activity. I've never heard activity. of such. I haven't either. Uh, all Everybody else in my house, all evening vitaminers, but we all love Ritual because it's just, well, first of all, we know what we're putting in our body. Uh-huh. It's really healthy, good stuff. The girls who are, you know, the younger ones, even Lucy, who are chewing them, the kids' version of them, like the way they taste. And it's just become, I, I realized like only last week, I'm like, oh, that's why mm-hmm. they call it Ritual mm-hmm. because it is just becoming a ritual. Ritual is designed with your life stage in mind, which is good for our family because we're taking three different versions of it because they are now available for women, men, teens. Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. And it really, Ritual makes healthy lifestyle habits easy. Mm. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping always. You can start or snooze or cancel your subscription if you need to. And if you don't love with if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund you your first order. It's just that easy. And we love it. They show up and we keep taking them. It's so healthy. I love it. So get your key nutrients ritual is offering our friends 10 percent off your first three months so visit ritual.com slash keep talking to start your ritual today hey i have a question for you is vaccine stuff happening yet in uh tennessee like are you all yeah. able to get oh, yeah we... everybody is getting them oh wow do, you, do uh, is it there's like an age restriction or anything or is it just uh, like come on no there's different levels but but the level we're at right now is called one C mm-hmm. and pretty much you can just about everybody can can find a way that they are absolutely one C whether it's your BMI or it's uh, who you work wh- around or who your where your family is or you know. Uh, yes. Pretty much, pretty much everybody can say yes. I fit into this category. So Got everybody it. who's wanting to get them is getting them. 
Wow, that's great. I know. We're thrilled. Yeah. We're thrilled. Anything that makes people be healthier and feel safer makes me happy. Yeah. No, yeah. But I they like actually are safer, right? It's just but it's also like you just don't feel as scared. That's right. Yes, of course they're. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yes. If as long as vaccines do what they say they do, yeah, of course, which they yeah. do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there is a there is a mental part for people who want the vaccine that really affects them. Yes. In a positive way once they are getting it. And that has been, while I'm really glad our bodies are safer, I really am thankful for the things it has done for the minds of people that I love that have wanted to feel safe and have not felt safe for a long time. Yeah, interesting. Have you, how have you reconciled the fact that you're a pretty ardent anti-vaxxer? <laughs> Like you've written about it extensively in all of your books. Right, right, right. Pick up, pick up. That sounds fun. The middle third secretly Ugh. is about anti-vax. It gets real weird. You're you uh, get into an email. You get into a whole interview right. with Jenny McCarthy, and right. the two of you just right. do not like vaccinations. Right. Oh my gosh. To be clear to everyone, you are allowed to feel about vaccines the way you want to feel about vaccines. Oh, yeah. It is. You know, totally. my friend JP says he stands hard on the stuff the Bible stands hard on, and does not stand hard on what the Bible does not stand hard on. So. People are allowed to believe whatever they want to believe about the vaccines. I personally am very thankful for the way it has made people that I love feel like they can live their life again. Yeah, you keep coming back to the feeling part. It's so interesting. Like it, it is also making them actually be able to live safer, right? Like it's not just a mental thing, right? Um. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. I mean, it. I think vaccines are making. Yeah, I mean, vaccines keep people from getting sick, so yes. But yeah. I think there are I, – I, what I am seeing is the – they we can't be sure whether anyone vaccinated or non-vaccinated would have ever gotten COVID. There's no science behind that, right? What we can be sure of is how they feel about whether they would have gotten COVID once they've gotten the vaccine. Or not gotten COVID. Oh, you mean like if they were – like even if they weren't – you're not talking about like if exposed, they wouldn't have gotten it. It's no, more no, no. I'm like, just saying in the world, like if you if you didn't get vaccinated and I did, and in 20 years we have a conversation where we go, well, would Eddie have gotten it, COVID if he wouldn't have gotten would have gotten vaccine? Would Annie have gotten COVID if she wouldn't have? You know, like mm -hmm. we can't know. We 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 know it steps in and protects, but we can't know like science. But you can know that it absolutely makes people feel like they are protected. Hmm. So interesting. I will unpack that in my mind for quite yeah, what, a while. Yeah, what is it making you think? Am I off? I'm very oh, open to being off. I don't know if you're off or not. I, I have just never thought about it. Like the feeling of feeling protected versus like, for me, I'm like, I will get the vaccine because if exposed to COVID, there is a whatever percentage less chance that I will get it if I have the vaccine. Totally. And if everybody, uh, in theory, if everybody in the world has a vaccine, that percentage of COVID goes down. And in theory, like according to the way it's supposed to work, yep. that will stop the coronavirus. So yep. that's great news. Yeah, agreed. How, how all that works, I don't really know. And if people don't adopt it, I don't know how that works. I don't really understand herd immunity. I understand it as a concept. I don't know when we click over. I don't know when Dr. Fauci, I don't know, sends us a text and says it's done. <laughs> Oh, I wish. I but, just, what a great um, story. I got a text from Dr. Fauci. <laughs> yeah, he said it's all done. 
We just put the masks in yeah. storage and we're yeah. on our way. Yeah. So for me, I've never thought about it from a feeling perspective. I've just thought like, well, smart people who seem to know what's going on are saying, if you can get a vaccine, get it. And I'm like, fine. I, but I've never thought like, will I feel better on the other side of it? Because yeah. if I got the vaccine tomorrow, I still am kind of going to feel the same because I'm still wearing a mask and I'm still not sure if we should travel or not. So like to me- Because what I'm hearing from people after they get the vaccine is like, okay, oh man, now, now I feel better going to the grocery store. And now I feel better that we have this trip planned. And now I feel better, even though they're still wearing masks and still being careful, I, it just seems to be relieving a, a long-term stress. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. I haven't felt that anxiety in a while, mm -hmm. but I understand that that is real. Mm -hmm. I haven't felt it because there's no need to feel it. I've, I think there's a huge need to feel it. I just have been like, so, I don't know, somewhere around six months, I was like, I can't. Mm -hmm. I got to wear my mask and I'm going to wash my hands mm -hmm. and we're going to be wise about this and make good decisions. Yeah. But I cannot be under this much stress because yeah. I forgot to pick up bread flour and <laughs> the bread's not going to make itself. Right. I thought about it yesterday in the grocery store. I was like, man, I the first a year ago when I went to the grocery store when COVID was just starting, I was so afraid of what mm. I touched. Oh, yeah. I just remember being like, OK, this hand is the hand that touches groceries. This hand does not. This hand holds my phone with my list on it. This hand touches groceries. And yeah. then I was so careful. Oh, yeah. Because we just didn't know, right? We just didn't know. And and I'm thankful that we were, I'd rather be careful and than be sorry, you know? Right. Um, people not know, like, but they, man, they how different their, it is now, yeah. Do they have to wash their groceries yeah. when they get back? Yeah. <laughs> like, ugh. I just know, I mean, in in families that I know, in my family, in a lot of places, there is, now that we are vaccined, comma, and, and that feels really life-giving for a lot of people. Yeah. So, I'm thankful that their bodies are safe, but I'm also thankful that they're um, they feel like ready to step out in public more. Yes, I agree. So, okay, um, vaccine talk. What is <laughs> also on your list? We, I, I, I just want to say one more quick vaccine thing. <laughs> Go do your thing. No matter where you and I stand on vaccines, we believe that we know that there are listeners who are very pro and listeners who are not pro vaccine who are feeling both things right and so this is just two friends having a conversation we're not taking a hard stand you do what you want to do for your life and your family amen i, I might take a hard stand but oh, i'm not you? gonna i don't know you but could. i'm not sure you're I allowed to sorry I, let me rephrase that then <laughs> let me go back and be who i wish i was i will not take a hard stand about what you do with your body um when it comes to vaccines to our listeners i yeah. you know but you if you want to take a hard stand you, you have space to do that yeah, I appreciate it. I'm not sure if I do. I'm not okay. sure if I do. Here's what I do take a hard stand on. I don't want to do it now because I'm like, I feel like I haven't thought about this enough to not just completely get myself in huge trouble. Okay. But I, but yes, so I know what you're saying. But yes, I. Well, you always have as much permission mm, to have a hard stand as I have <laughs> a permission to not have a hard stand. So totally. And I would hope that this show can be a place where, uh, like, there's just a lot of differing opinions, probably mm -hmm. within the two people talking to each other on the show and certainly within the people who we get to be a part of the conversation with who are listening to the show. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. hope we can all sit in this space together because there's a lot of spaces that seem to be way too intense right now for us to all sit in together. But mm -hmm. this one feels like, oh, well, at least we can come here, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is why your anti-vax comments earlier were so shocking. <laughs>
Uh, watch someone pull that i mean i did one little tweet last week and it got put in a newsweek article and it said new york times best-selling author annie f down says and i'm like oh boy this is a new this is a new world where i need to be thoughtful yeah so um okay listen okay podcast producer hat on we are not whatever might be on your list can we can we please talk about your list I've too much of this show the last couple of weeks has been just Fallon and things and I appreciate it, but we have got to do your list because this list is growing and I feel like I'm just waiting to hear the things you want to talk about. Wow. So please, please, I beg you. <laughs> well, this may be just enough time. I feel like I'm kind of maybe going to wish we had a little more time to okay. talk about what I want to talk about. Okay. But the only thing on my list is how spring break, break feels for people who are not married and don't have kids. Okay. Well, then can I ask how spring break feels for you? Yeah. I mean, it's been, it was really interesting because last week was spring break here in Nashville and everyone was gone that had kids and, and they should, they should go play. They should take a week and blah, blah, blah. But, but that there isn't that, uh, intrinsic option for people who are not married or people who don't have kids. Mm. Right. Everybody. And, and so it was really interesting. I had probably no no less than six conversations last week with people who are still here in town mm-hmm. of going like, I've never had feelings about this before, but after COVID, yeah. <laughs> I have feelings that they all get to leave and get to go on vacation and we don't get to. Now, could we pick another week to go? Of course. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I hear all the but, but, buts, but culture has built, <laughs> if you have children and they t- then they will get a week off in sp- in the spring mm-hmm. and you can go on a trip or you can not go on a trip but it just was interesting and so i just was like i would like to hear eddie's thoughts on on what spring break means for people who don't have children yeah it's funny cuz we don't have a spring break this year so really it's, so you yeah. you know the same thing well, it's just fully like the girls are in school uh, because of COVID. Spring mm-hmm. break got canceled mm-hmm. for the law school because they needed to keep going. And so that's it. There's no spring break. So it does feel like I still feel I still feel like I shouldn't work in the summer. But that's from when I was like a student. I sure, still feel sure. I'm like, I'm like, oh, we got to work all summer? Wait, why are we doing this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm supposed to be hanging out with my friends. Yeah, what yeah. is this? So there's still part of me that's like, yeah, I'm thinking of it as a parent, but I'm also thinking of it as a 17-year-old that's just mm. like, there's a natural like, yeah, somewhere around Easter time. I'm supposed yeah. to be at the beach for a week. Yeah. And I wonder if it just felt more extreme because we haven't gone anywhere for a long time. Oh, yeah. And now we, and now because people could, everyone did. Yes. Does that make sense? And so it was, it was even more extreme in our community than it normally is because everyone left. Yeah. But that's so interesting because in our community, people didn't leave Ah. because people aren't, I I guess I can't say everyone, but like Miami beach was, there was a state of emergency. It was full of people, right? Yeah. And they declared state of emergency because they're like, Hey, quit it. There's Uh still a, virus happened uh-huh. so please get out of here so last april last spring breakish, it was such panic still we were still in right. such like the right. first two months of it right that people were either just clearly in direct defiance or uh scared and at home mm-hmm. and most so mostly mm-hmm. it was whoa look at the beach like why are people there now it's this weird halfway of like yeah, we're starting to see hope on the horizon. People mm-hmm. are having different perspectives. It was hard to know. I think this year in particular, what like any time, but mm. this year was like, what's right, what's wrong? But mm. also, I, 
But let's say a normal year built in, it's got to be, it's hard because you either just take a week and just decide I'm going to take a spring break, but it's not this automatic built in of, oh, oh that's right. The kids are off for a week. You yeah, go ahead. And yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. I mean, you still have to take that time off work. You still got to put in something with a boss, but it's like, there's just a built in flow that comes with following your kids schedule. That does not exist for people without kids. That does not exist for people without kids. That's right. So part of that is sad and part of that is like, well, what's missing there? Should we have a should we just have a spring break? If you don't have kids, you're like nationwide spring break. (laughs) Right? Because by the time spring rolls around, it's been quite a burn. We Uh haven't probably had a decent stretch of time off that's meaningful. I mean, maybe we've taken a day here or two. We probably haven't done much since around the holidays. Right. Right. I mean, kind of, this has been kind of a long burn. Because that was the conversation that was happening, happening, that's the right word, happening last week is people, when I was having these conversations with people, I was going, do you feel this every spring break? And everybody was like, no. And I was like, me either. I've never felt this before. And I haven't had a spring break since I stopped teaching school in 2005. No, sorry, eight. I stopped teaching school in eight. So it's been 13 years since I had a spring break, but for some reason, this year gave so many of us in my community uh, some real feels about not having that built into a rhythm for people without children. But should, okay, can I ask? I don't know. This question's too personal. This question might be too personal, so I say this all the time, punt it away. Is it because like which one is it is it or it might be both is it because it's like FOMO like you see and all your friends go on a break and you're just like sitting at home two is it because you just need a break you just you're there's a natural rhythm that they work this in for kids Mm. because the kids need a break there's it's just helpful they've been going hard for a couple months and it's time mm-hmm. to let their brains just go crazy, you know, by the mm-hmm. lake for a couple days and mm-hmm. then they're back in business to push through to the end of the year. Or is it like a sadness that like, I wish I had kids that we were finding a reason to, to do this, this year for me, it's a and B more than it's C. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's FOMO that my friends are, cause I was getting like Marco Polo's of a bunch of my friends together in the same places. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you're like, well, yeah, I'd love to be doing that, but I, I have a job (laughs) and (laughs) I don't get to do that, you know, and I love my job. So it's not even that I don't love my job. It, it, so I was feeling that. And then I was feeling like, well, yeah, I, I I feel like I need a break too. And, and I can have a break and I can get a break, you know, so it is. I know, but it's hard because on, on a kid's calendar, that is the one thing that's helpful is, you know, your kid's spring break from the first day of school. That's right. And you've been planning for it because there's practical needs. I, two people maybe have to ask off work. It's been, but it's so easy if you don't have that kid that kid break pushing you to plan to That's be right. like, oh boy, it's we're pretty deep into spring and I have nothing. And I haven't had the, a day off. And now the calendar's too filled. You that's can't right. all of a sudden just drop a week in the middle that's of nowhere. Right. That's right. Yeah, that's hard. I feel and like it, that's yeah. that should be a thing. It's like a, like spring break everybody gets a spring break. Yeah. You, you or work just for it, when a hard. spring yeah. break, when spring break comes, I think what's happened in my friend group and with the people I talked to about it last week is, okay, we just need to be more thoughtful next January to go, hey, when would we like to take time off of work? You know, yeah. like when does it make sense for us to use some of our vacation days? And when does it, you know, which is a great conversation to have. You can only figure out. And again, I think the pandemic plays into this pretty heavy emotionally for based on what my friends and I were feeling 
is that this isn't an every year feeling, but it did awaken something to go, well, yeah, if you feel that this year, you may have felt that before and just not realized it because you could, you were going somewhere in May or you were going, or you had been somewhere in February or, you know. Oh yeah, totally. Right. Everything's magnified like crazy. You probably always wanted to go on a spring break, but now it's like, and I haven't been anywhere. That's right. I'm trapped. That's yeah. Wow. Yes. Very true. (laughs) That's, I mean, that was it. Whereas before it was like, well, because we don't have kids, we got to go on a trip for two weeks in January, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and because that didn't happen this year, it and now's the first time people in my community are really traveling, it just had it had some feels attached to it. I do get a little bit stodgy about spring break, though, because I do not like traveling when everyone else is traveling because it all becomes <laughs> yeah. very, very, very busy. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? We're going to just spend spring break at home, and we're going to go the first week of May. Yeah, There's yeah, yeah. No, everybody's back in school then, yeah. and that's when we're going to wherever. That's exactly right. Um, yeah. Oh, spring break. Spring I'm kind break. of sad we don't have a spring break this year. I know. I, I'm sad I didn't have a spring break this year. <laughs> Oh, Clearly, boy. it's my. It was what was on my list. <laughs> yeah, jeez. So there we go. That was there my list. Go. That's that. That's the main thing I wanted to cover is to hear your thoughts on that and to on express I had break. feelings that I still love my friends very dearly, and it had nothing to do with them. It was just this. Oh, why oh, yeah. is this giving me feelings? Everybody's allowed to do whatever they want with their lives. Oh no, that's hard. It did. Hard to see all your buddies feelings. playing at a beach, and you're. I don't know why I keep saying beach. It seems like wherever spring break. Yeah, happens, that's right. But, but that's where everybody went. All your friends playing, and you're not playing, and you're working. Right, and that's, I want to play. I love. That's playing. not as fun. That's right. Um, all right. Do you have things on your list for Friday? Uh, not yet, but Friday is always a new day. I have a <laughs> million ask AE keep talking. Yeah, we'll do some again. of those on Friday. We'll do for some sure. of that. Yeah. Um, and then who knows what will happen? This who knows? Week. Well, this is a big week. Who can know? <laughs> it's it's all in front of us. I really look forward to it. Um, it's all happening. I love doing the show with you, buddy. That was really fun. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's do it Tuesday. again on Friday. Let's. Boy, that was a fast half hour. I know. I really went by. All right, friends, wash your hands. We'll see you back here on Friday. Bye, buddies.